0: Hey guys, Trey Copeland here Yeah, that tall guy that plays a bit of cricket You're listening to Moving the Chain Yo, what's up guys?
1: It's Chad Townsend from Colton oh. Town <laughs> Hey sports fans, Nick Davis here And you're listening to Moving the Chain
2: yeah. Move the chains, I'm about to make a play Move the chains, tell them get about the way Welcome to Moving the Chains podcast and the boys have come in red hot. You've got Randy Macho Man Savage in the top left corner there. You've got Scotty Cam from the block. And, of course, Nick Davis, Las Vegas Raiders, biggest fan. I'm Jamie Soward. This is Moving the Chains, brought to you by topsport.com.au. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, I logged on a little bit early tonight, Copes, just to get in and and get prepared. And uh, Chad Townsend, who's off a a successful Mad Monday, was spewing in the background. So uh, it was nice to hear uh, Chad. That's why he's got the... uh, uh, the, Sunny's on tonight. But uh, Chad, how are you, mate? How are you feeling after a couple of big days? Yeah, look,
3: I'm good, so I've um... Um, had a, a big few days with the boys, post-season celebrations, uh, a few beers. But, um, you know, good times. Yeah, it's a way to wrap up the season, but you know, ready to get into tonight's show, even though I am a little bit
2: dusty. Yeah, a little bit dusty indeed. Uh, we'll be able to carry you through. Uh, let's get stuck into this, boys. Plenty have happened. Plenty of stuff happened in the NFL the last couple of days, Week Four in the NFL, and wasn't there some amazing results? But probably the biggest news broke today: Copes with Bill O'Brien, the Houston Texans GM and coach. That's right, GM and coach. One of those few roles that uh, in coordinates both of those. Uh, I guess huge uh, responsibilities for a club has been fired from the Houston Texans. What can you tell us about that, Copes? Yeah,
0: you know, it's a huge
2: downfall, isn't it? From
0: uh, fall from grace, from being 23 or 24 points up on the Chiefs in the conference finals last year. It was a you know, that was one of the games where you were like, "Wow, who's it going to be? Who's going to win? Can the Chiefs come back?" Fast forward four games from there for the Houston Texans and they're in dire straits. 0-4 this season. Uh, they owe their first and second round picks to Miami from the Loremi Tunsil trade. Uh, they traded away DeAndre Hopkins in the offseason. So I, am I surprised? No, I think it was coming. It was just a matter of when. And as you said, that role of being GM and head coach leaves you at the mercy when you're struggling like this.
2: Well, Dicky, I remember when we were doing the when we started this podcast, I think it was about the third or fourth weekend that DeAndre Hopkins got traded from the Texans to the Cardinals, and the whole sort of NFL world was in disbelief as to why you would try, uh, trade a top three receiver um huge pressure straight on Bill O'Brien to come up with that and now he's paid the price
1: yeah, and you can see uh, DeAndre Hopkins some of his words and his tweets after it he was um he'd already had his bags packed, he was pretty keen to get out of there. The relationship wasn't that great, but yeah, sorry. When that broke, it was one of those ones where you see on Twitter, oh yeah, this is one of the joke, uh, one of the joke tweets. But as you kept scrolling down, you see that that's happened, and now look, we've all got um, great hopes for Deshaun Watson. And look, they yeah, they owe Miami their first two picks. They pay a high price of the salary cap, sitting at zero and four. I'm not sure if he had to send himself an
2: email, but see you later, Bill. <laughs> i <laughs> uh, tell you what, uh, Chad, before we move on and get to the rest of the show, it's uh, if you're Deshaun Watson right now, what are you, what are you feeling like? Because you got bit of, rid of your best receiver. Now your head coach is gone as well. You've just signed that big extension. Uh, and your team's 0-4, how are you feeling right now if you're Deshaun Watson? Yeah,
3: look, if I was Deshaun Watson right now, I'd
2: be frustrated as all hell.
3: I'd be going up to the ownership and just pleading my case and saying, what's doing? I've just signed a long-term extension at this franchise to be the franchise quarterback. You've traded away my best wide receiver. I don't have any real good weapons. Like I said, we're, we're losing draft picks. You know, it's, it's, he, he needs help. And he's got every right to feel, you know, really frustrated about the organization. Some of the decisions that people in high high places have made.
2: Yeah, very frustrating for Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans. All right, boys, tonight on the show, after that big news, we talk about Josh Allen and the Bills. I'll tell you what, Trent Copeland's been on fire. He's loving Josh Allen and what they're doing there, Bills Nation. Joe Burrow gets his first win for Cincinnati. We've got your fan questions. We've got our multis coming up. And, of course, we talk about the sorry-ass Dallas Cowboys and how bad they've been. Uh, And we talk about our Cronulla Beer Fantasy Player of the Week. A little update on our Fantasy League, and Moving the Chains Invitational. I want to start with you, Copes, and Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. 4-0 start. Uh, some people had them in this division this year with no Tom Brady, possibly the favourites. Uh, I know that they've started really, really well. Their draw hasn't been as strong as some of the others, but Josh Allen has started on fire, and he's in that MVP conversation.
0: Yeah, I'm so excited. and You, know, you mentioned a few of the off-season takes that I made about the uh, the Bills. I'm pretty excited. Uh, on the back of their defense, I thought a lot of these wins would be. Um, they've only just activated Josh Norman off IR. He made a big play to turn that game around on the weekend or clinch that game for them. But really, no one thought Josh Allen had the prowess to sit in the pocket and make the passes that he's making. On the weekend, he had the composure to think that he was escaping the pocket but then he was about to get sacked and make a flip pass like Pat Mahomes does you know he seems to me as one of those guys that he's rising to the occasion the Bills are winning when maybe in the past they wouldn't have I just feel like they're going to go a long way this year I'm not going to say they're going to win at all but man they're going to make some absolute noise in their conference
2: and I reckon they might even get to the Super Bowl Dickie, for so long the Bills have been known for their stout defense and how good that has been. But it looks like this year, with Josh Allen, uh, the playing the way that he's playing, they've got Singletary in the backfield as well. Plus, they've got Stefan Diggs. Uh, that's been a, a really good buy for them. And and Josh Allen, they could go all the way.
1: Yeah, they could. And then the cards fell there fell the right way for them. They, the Tom Brady moving out of out of their conference, and then. Um, Stefan Diggs, they copped a, fit, a little bit of flack for that uh, in, the, in sorry, the offseason in getting him on board. But he's a ready-made receiver. He made huge plays. He made a huge play again the other night. Um, John Wright like, nearly had a touchdown. Singletree's been really good. Um, and as uh, Copes have alluded to, Josh Allen has exceeded all expectation. He's doing it all. He's adding in the flick passes. And yeah, down my rate is.
2: Uh, Chad, uh, down the Las Vegas Raiders, uh, in a tight game, the Raiders did well to fight back. But uh, Josh Allen, this time last year, had already thrown six intercepts. I think he's only thrown one this year. That remarkable improvement can happen in one off-season, can't it? Because you can start to settle into a system and probably a little bit of a surprise how well he's going considering it was a virtual preseason.
3: Yeah, definitely, Sal. And I think that you hit the nail on the head there with the familiarity that... Uh, Alan will have with the playbook now and as you mentioned you know I've got his stats up here I'm looking at you're right he's thrown one interception but he's thrown 12 touchdowns that's an incredible ratio for a young quarterback he's sitting 13 touchdowns at the moment and guess who's sitting in front of him boys Russell Wilson on 16 and Aaron Rodgers on 13 so you know this kid he's doing damage and the, the, the thing that Cope's mentioned I think the fact that he's able to sit in the pocket and be accurate you know boys he's thrown one interception and Carson Wentz has already thrown seven. So, mate, he's doing, you know, really good work down in Buffalo.
2: Yeah, he certainly is. And another guy, just to let you touch on this real quickly, Copes, is Joe Burrow gets his first win as a starter. He had the tie against the Philadelphia Eagles, which we'll talk about later. I mean, that puts the Philadelphia Eagles ahead in their division, which is unbelievable. It's the shittiest division ever. Uh, but uh, Joe Burrow got his first win. You are very impressed, Copes.
0: Yeah, just he looks like the kind of guy that when you're a Bengals fan or if you're a fan of the NFL and you, you've seen your team struggle to find a quarterback, a franchise quarterback over the years, you sit there and you watch him play and you just know well, we're good. We're good for the next 10 years as a Bengals fan. And as a fan of you know, young guys coming in from college, being hyped up and then them delivering, he's got it in spades. So I'm just excited for what the next sort of 10, 15 years holds for Joe Burrow.
2: And one person that was really excited as per the Move and the Change Twitter feed the other morning was Chad Townsend <laughs> and his dog pound. Roo-roo. <laughs> oh, that, that, that was the time that was getting... Uh, yeah, the dog pound went off. And I'll start with you, Dickie, because you were pretty vocal in our WhatsApp group about Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. They lose another one. They slip the one and three. 49-38 was the final score. Dak, all the talk about the contract and coming into this season... Doesn't mean anything uh, if you can't put a defence around him. He's sort of been like the Sean Watson now without the big contract.
1: Yeah, so I'll touch on Dallas before uh, Chad goes to town on his side. But, um, look, he's on target to break all sorts of records, Tack Prescott this year. And unfortunately for him, he's got to because his defence is just so poor at the moment. He he is on target for over 6,000 yards. Ridiculous numbers. He, uh, he's receiving Amari Cooper's playing out of his skin CD Lamb who Copes was massive On uh, coming up to the draft Has shown that he's, um, he's A stud, Zeke's still doing his thing He's running the ball, getting involved In the passing game, they're doing all their Things, the tight ends are getting involved But they just can't stop anyone uh, He's going to have to keep airing it out And unfortunately for Copes That might, uh, that might just sink Matt Ryan in the, in the total yards because Zeke Has just got to just keep throwing this ball
2: uh, Copes, I'll I'll let Chad just cons uh, just have a little sip of water there and get his thoughts together before I come <laughs> to him. But uh, it's it must be frustrating for Dak because all the talk was around his contract this year. They have the weapons defensively. They spent some money as well. But I mean, to, to score 38 points, throw for 500 yards, that should be an easy W for a team of this caliber.
0: Yeah, it should. And look, it's inevitable when a quarterback of his caliber. In the off-season, there's talk of extensions. There's talk of him holding out. He doesn't do that. He f- goes with a franchise tag and, and bets on himself that in these situations, the talk is all about him. But in actual fact, I think if you look at the games, their defense is getting zero stops. It's like the Falcons bad. And I mean, at the end of the day, when your defense is not stopping the opposition, it doesn't matter how Dax, how good Dak's been in the, in the past four games. They're just not winning games when their defense can't stop the opposition and some pretty ordinary opposition at times as well. So I think the focus is all on Dak, but I think he's delivering what he is expected to deliver. Uh, and I think, you know, maybe they should ask questions of their defense. Just boys, they, were,
1: they were an onside kick, boys, away from having a bagel. at oh and four, yeah. yeah.
2: Just yeah. a quick one, Copes. Mike McCarthy under pressure.
0: Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. What do you guys reckon? Has to be.
2: Well, I think he is. I think he was given time, but uh, Jason Garrett was Mr. Mediocre himself and they gave him, I think, uh, eight to 10 years. So they may, uh, I think they've got another eight years coming up. All right, Chad, uh, look, it was early uh, Monday morning, boys, and I thought I'd turn the phone on and just check fantasy. And it was an absolute horror week for me in fantasy. But one thing that brought a smile to my face was our very own Cronulla Beer owner, uh, Chad Townsend, and taking hold of the Moving the Chains Twitter. And he got on there and he was absolutely loving the dog pound big win for the dog pound Roo Roof this is all you Chad take it away oh man
3: this has been the biggest one of the biggest things up so far (laughs) and I I love your work I I wake up to my phone and I see from our account for our listeners who might not understand we've all pretty much got access to the account and see how he's got on there and he's put out a tweet and pretended that it's me and because I'm puffing my chest that the Browns have had a good win. And I've quote tweeted and said, I knew straight away it was Jamie Soward playing silly games. But <laughs> I will go on and say that, boys, this has probably been the best Browns win for about five or six years, I think. You know, um, it just seemed to click on all cylinders. For me, the best thing that I saw was um, a, a high-flying Odell Beckham Jr. It looked like he was having lots of fun, you know, scoring touchdowns. You can tell that that's what the man is put on the football field to do. And the, the thing that the Browns have been doing really well has been running the rock. You know, they've got um, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb both rushing inside the top 10. Unfortunately, he lost Chubb to an injury, an ankle injury who's now been put on IR. But look, you, you put Hunt in there as the RB1 and, um, you know, there's, there's good signs for us Browns fans. You know, we're, we're three and one now. So, um, mate, we're heading in the right direction. Uh,
2: you you ran the ball well against uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Pa- uh, Baker Mayfield, 168 yards, something like that. 307 rushing yards. My goodness, they must have played with five players, the Cowboys, at times. It was that ridiculous that they got 307 rushing yards. That's about yeah. five games for some oh, of the... Oh, yeah. teams. Odell, Odell got 50
1: on, on one little... Uh, yeah, on one I know, but scamper. anyway. Hey, but yeah. I reckon it's all... Like, and they're not relying on... Ba- Baker Mayfield is not going to be the reason they win games. Yeah. He no. might be the reason that they lose some in the future, but he's not the reason that they're winning. He's just doing his part. He's giving it to the right people. They've got this high-flying offense. Give him the ball. let just let him sit back. He can pick and choose his moments when to come into the game. They're looking good.
2: Chad, fourth head coach that Baker Mayfield's had in his first two seasons. Is this the guy to get you to the playoffs, this head coach?
3: I think so. I mean, you know, you... You've got to have a lot of respect for someone who can come into that locker room. You know, you see the big personalities. OBJ, everywhere he goes, he's a walking headline. You know, Landry, they're obviously best mates. Mayfield's got his own personality. You know, number one overall pick. You know, Miles Garrett, who's bloody hit people in the head with a helmet. Like, there's every kind of personality you can think of in this locker room. And I think Stefanski's done an incredible job you know, when he was at the Vikings as offensive coordinator, he's an offensive coordinated mind, I think it works well with the Browns. And so far, you know, there's been, I guess, minimal talk out of the locker room about the Browns and their prospects for the season. It seems to be pretty quiet. And compare that to 12 months ago where there was a lot of noise. You know, we're coming here to change the game, to win the division. And I feel like, you know, it's been working for him.
2: Yeah, well, some of the other results in the NFL are real stinker. Friday night, which was Thursday night uh, football, Broncos, Jets. Seriously, I can't get those four hours back oh, again, but I had to watch prime it. Time as well. Oh, we had to watch <laughs> it because of fantasy implications. Uh, they, they get the win, the Broncos. The Vikings beat the Texans. Saints just scrape home against the Lions. They're in a little bit of trouble, I think, the Saints, even though they're 2-2. Two two. Ravens handle the Washington football team. Cardinals copes. Kyle Murray and the Cardinals have fallen into a hole. They've lost two straight to the Panthers, who I don't think anyone had doing anything this year. The Seahawks roll on. Chargers lost to the Buccaneers. Tom Brady just shows that he's ageless. Uh, The Bengals won. Browns won. And the Rams, 17-9 over the Giants. That was a real low game as well. But we have to watch all these because we're fantasy players. The Bills beat the Raiders. And the Indianapolis Colts uh, beat the Chicago Bears and Copes. The 49ers have lost to the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, before we get to that, boys, uh, one of our followers on Twitter, big Cody Dobbs, uh, he had this multi going into this weekend, Copes. Baltimore Ravens, Tampa Bay, this is all to win. Tampa Bay, Seattle Seahawks, Los Angeles Rams, 49ers and Green Bay Packers. Uh, he had a sizable investment on it. I think he had 200 on it at $4.00 and the San Francisco 49ers have let him down. What happened to the 49ers?
0: Well, firstly, let me apologise to anyone who bet on the 49ers this weekend. That that was an absolute stinker. I was sitting there watching that game, thinking to myself, how good would it be if we can just scrape through for this win and we maybe get Jimmy G back? Um, George Kittle's looking like an absolute monster on the field. And halfway through the game, I was watching Carson Wentz just have an absolute stinker. The whole Eagles offense and the way they were calling plays was just brutal to watch. I mean, sorry to all you fans out there, if you're Eagles fans, it's painful to watch at the moment. And then at the end of the game, I'm in another WhatsApp group talking about NFL and fantasy and stuff, and I'd made comment about the Eagles on how brutal it was to watch. And then I ended up copying it because we lost to them. I mean, come on, Nick Mullins. I mean, he had to have thought, that that guy that he threw the intercept to was wearing a 49ers jersey is he colorblind seriously
2: well uh he might be colorblind but what's uh I tell you what topsport.com.au they are fantastic sponsors of this movement chains podcast what tristan has done because it was such a brutal beat uh, and coach's 49ers they should have won that game he's decided to just give uh, cody a little bit of a bonus bet uh, just one bonus bet this week to have on any touch time, any touchdown, any touchdown uh, sco- sorry, any time touchdown scorer, which will be Odell Beckham Jr. in oh, that please. game this week against Indianapolis. So uh, thanks to Tristan and the team. Just a little bit of something just to try and get something back this week hey, after so that we, brutal beat.
3: While we're quickly on that 49
2: um Philly game, I
3: think. A hollow for us was seeing Jordan Mylata start get the start at left tackle, yeah. the Australian, you know, ex-South um, Sydney's player. I watched him closely. He looked pretty nervous early on. He did have uh, one penalty, but you know, for most of the game, I thought he was pretty solid. Boys, did you get, end up getting to
0: see it? Copes. Yeah, I, I thought he was really impressive. And to uh, make no mistake, for people out there who aren't intricate NFL fans that studied D lines and O lines and things like that. Just being able to call himself a starter in the NFL on an offensive line for a team like the Eagles is a huge achievement. Uh, you know, Make no mistake about that. So good on him. We're really proud as Aussies um, you know, that he's gone over there and done his thing. So uh, I'm sure he'll relax into his role and get bigger as he goes.
2: Okay, boys. Uh, that wraps up pretty much all the news coming out of week four in the NFL. It's now time for the sweetest sound the NFL people love, this theme it means so much to so many people but on this podcast it's now time for studs and duds and Chad Townsend uh, my stud this week was you on Twitter no I'm joking <laughs> uh, who are your studs and duds this week
3: Look, my stud this week, it's hard to go past my man, Odell Beckham Jr. Two carries, 73 yards, three total touchdowns, five of eight receptions, 81 receiving yards. I also also thought, boys, Joe Mixon was um, just behind him. I thought he had one of his best games for a long time. And as we mentioned at the top of the show, look, my dad, it's hard to go past the whole Texans organization at the moment. Look, I think they're in an absolute rabble. And I think... uh, Bill O'Brien you know, made some big decisions, but he's fallen on his sword, boys. And their start 0-4 is is just not good enough. So that's where I'm going with
2: this week. Dickie, who are you going with?
1: I'm going with my man, my pick for MVP. I want to know what his odds are. He's definitely not $31. Aaron Rodgers is absolutely lighting it up at the moment. So he's my, my fantasy stud. And my fantasy dart has probably been overlooked with the... Uh, with the resurgence, sorry, not the resurgence, but the emergence of Joe Burrow, but AJ Green at Cincinnati, he has just not been getting a look in. He had one reception off five targets. Uh, Joe Burrow is just not looking his way, and uh, he would have been Cope's, you know, wide receiver two in, in a lot of teams. He would have been taken fairly early, and he has just been uh, stinking it up.
0: Yeah, that yeah. was horrific, horrific to watch. I, I have him in a few leagues as well, so. Um, And a lot of those plays, when they were running two wide receiver sets, he wasn't on the field Mm. in the second half. So he's had a little bit of the drop season. Joe Burrow certainly doesn't have the chemistry with him just yet. So hopefully they find their feet at
2: some point. My stud this week was uh, George Kittle. 40 points he had in fantasy and just an absolute monster. And you think about um, the the. Rob Gronkowski and what he was able to do. He's doing this with a backup QB and making those catches. Uh, My dud is I'm along the same lines of you. I've had AJ Green in a couple of my teams. Seriously, AJ, I I couldn't get a bag of chips for you at the moment. I mean, you've been that shit house. Uh, One for five. Get open. All right? Joe Burrow can't throw you the ball champion if you don't want it. So get open. Uh, otherwise, uh, actually, I'll trade you this week. In in the Move and the Chains Invitational, seriously, I'll take um, – is Nick Foles available? I'll take him. That's what I want <laughs> Uh Who you got this week, Copes? Uh, boys, I, I'm
0: going to go with – it was mentioned a little earlier in the podcast when we are talking about Dak, but it's a rookie wide receiver, C.D. Lamb. I think he's been so bloody good coming into a league where – We're hearing some of these rookies talk about, you know, Justin Jefferson the other day he broke out, had a big game. And he mentioned that, you know, this is just a start. This is like preseason week four for me. Um, We can't forget the fact that this is the first time these guys are setting foot on the field. Uh, No preseason game. So, yeah, look, uh, five receptions for 79 yards and a touchdown on the weekend. Two touchdowns, sorry. I'm so impressed with him. And then the duds, I can't split them. And it's bloody painful because they were such high draft picks. Deshaun Watson, who I had as a bloody MVP pick. And Zach Ertz on the back of Carson Wentz, stinking form. I mean, surely you've got to figure out ways to succeed. So I think both of those two need to be on notice.
2: Yeah, and if you have any studs or duds, make sure you go on to Chains on Twitter and just tag us in a few. Uh, maybe we'll start getting a uh, couple of six-packs, Chad, of this uh, Cronulla beer coming out or some shirts. I'm sure you'll have some merchandise uh, for the best ones throughout the month. All right, boys, the Moving the Chains Invitational, which is sponsored by topsport.com.au. It is up to round four, and I went the early crow last week and got absolutely <laughs> risselled by Dan Frost official. Um, I'm not concerned. Three and one, I'm still at the top. Uh, other victories... Dickie's Raider Nation are in Barney Rubble. All right, no is, mate, that,
1: no, no mate. are the is, only person that has six hundred his points history. against me. I am copying everyone's best game.
2: They're as bad as I am. Effecting. Not panicking. Someone said that uh, is that Bill O'Brien uh, in uh, GM no. as uh, Raiders no. Dickie no. Nation? <laughs> Cope handled him. <laughs> Team Top Sport, which is uh, it was easy. He, uh, he won easily. Uh, I'll tell you what, uh, Chad's uh, Bill Belichick's. Now, they've got to win. And, Copes, you said that you had this guy, uh, Phil Salt, uh, who knew his stuff. Um, seriously, Salty, one and three. And you've got a Miami Dolphins logo. Um, we, may <laughs> to, we may have to kick you out before the end of the year. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm pers- all for it. You know who was nearly my dud of the week, boys? And he loved making the podcast. Team Fantasy Football Down Under. Now, you can't have Fantasy Football in your name and be one and three in a competition and in one and three in your other competition as well. Aussie's Audible's the guy that Chad said had no idea. He's three and one. He's just <laughs> he uh, jinxed us all. And Team Aaron Vassini, my little mate, he's jumped up the leaderboard. He's three and zero the last three weeks against the uh, back-to-back champion coach, Trent Robinson, that was a tight one. He's now two and two. Uh, a couple of big match-ups next week, boys. But uh, it's been good. It's been fun, hasn't it? It's been good banter. Mate, it's been awesome. It's
3: been awesome. I was desperate for my win this weekend. Uh, when I know that I was coming up against Salty, and after we've spoken a bit of shit about Salty and his record, <laughs> I feel like now that I can, I've got the first win under my belt. I'm not sure who I'm playing next week, but I'm trying to get on a bit of a roll now.
2: A well, you just got to hope you're playing Dickie. Everyone's beating That's him. Not <laughs> him. <laughs> Let's get into this. Uh, Every week we uh, get $50 to spend on a multi from topsport.com.au. Of course, all the money at the end of the year goes to charity. We went under this morning I had the overs in that uh, Atlanta-Green Bay game, Copes, but it was unders, 46. I needed over 55, so I fell short again. Uh, The boys had Las Vegas Raiders in theirs. They fell short. Uh, I'm not sure. Did you get yours up, Copes?
0: No, I didn't. No, I didn't get mine up.
2: Stinker of a week this week. Yeah, it was. Uh, so, well, let's go again this week. Now, I think this is a very, very good bet, and I expect the line to come in uh, a lot before the game time. But the Cleveland Browns, I'll go first, boys, where you get yours up. I've got the Cleveland Browns straight out at $2.22. I think that's a that's a steal. The Cardinals to bounce back against the Story Jets, minus seven. And the Dallas Cowboys, because Dak may throw for 1,000 yards against the New York Giants, and they suck as well, uh, minus nine and a half. And that gives me about $8.50, boys. So, uh, I'm going both the New York Jets and the Giants to really suck it up this weekend. Chad, where are you going? Yeah, look, Sally, that you're off your head, I think.
3: But um, I'm going with the Browns, two dollars twenty-two. I like the Browns over the Colts, and also to score over twenty-two and a half points at a dollar eighty-seven. And boys, I'm going to jump on the Texans this week at a dollar thirty-three over Jacksonville. I feel like now that they've got rid of Bill O'Brien, maybe they can drop the shoulders and come away with their first win of the year at five
1: dollars
2: forty-two. Ooh, that's a good one. Where are
1: you going, Dickie? Yeah, I'm going the Bucs. Uh, we're all in the Browns this week. let uh, get it, Chad, baby. Dog Brown, you, baby. Uh, you've got the, uh, the weight of the world on your team's shoulders. <laughs> I think the Cardinals can bounce back. Uh, look, Kyler Murray needs to do a bit more there. Kenya Drake's doing nothing there. Uh, their running game sucks, but Kyler Murray can get it done. Cowboys uh, to try and get a win. Uh, and the Seahawks stick with Russ. So that gets me $6.21.
2: Copes, uh, all three of us are on the Cleveland Browns, but uh, I know your one is against the Cleveland Browns this weekend. You're taking the geriatric, no, do it. Uh, the person that's in old person's home who had to stay home because of COVID. Uh, you're going with <laughs> Philip Rivers this week.
0: <laughs> yeah, on on the back of their defense, really. I've been super impressed with their defense, so I'm getting on the Colts. I think dollar sixty's uh, relatively good odds. Um, I'm going to also get on the Jags uh, with the line. Um, I'm not overly fussed on it and and it's a tough one this week where most games are really lopsided Um, but I'm going to go on the line there I think they can cover it Gardner Minshew's been pretty standard and the fact that Bill O'Brien just got sacked they're in a bit of turmoil I reckon the Texans might go to 0-5 and and then a bit of a uh, computer malfunction at the moment I don't know what my last one was there but I know you've got it in front of you
2: yeah, I do. Uh let me just pull that up. Uh while we so you get got the, ready. you went the bear you've got the bears plus five and a half. The bears plus five and a half, which gets you five dollars eighty three. So uh make sure you go on to com. please gamble responsibly, have a bit of fun with it. But they do have the best odds. I mean, for Chad to find out that you could have uh the Browns score over twenty two and a half. I mean that's you know, it's hard to get those odd $1. eighty-seven there for that. So, uh, all right, uh, Chad Townsend, look, it's been a big week for you, mate. We better let you get off to bed. But before we do, uh, is, it, is it out yet? Is Cronulla beer out yet or are we still seeing bloody another promo and it's going to be pre-orders? Can we taste this beer? I'm telling you, Sally, we're pre-sailing at the moment. We're
3: releasing at the end of the month. But if you head onto our website, au, you'll find out all the information. You'll be able to purchase pre-sale, expect your delivery at the end of October, start of November, but exciting times for us. That's Personally from Chad. Personally, he will I'll drop sign it. I'll sign it. I'll sign your case of you too, personally, if you
2: want me to. Um, no, I'm not sure I will. Uh, all right, <laughs> uh, Cronulla, Cronulla Beer Fantasy Player Watch and Trent Copeland's been pretty astute with these uh picks. And um, I've, I've tried to get onto a couple of them. Josh Kelly, probably uh, not as uh, I guess, fruitful as what I need him to be. But who are you going with this week, copes?
0: Yeah, firstly, an apology for last week. The bloke who I picked, Carlos Hyde, ended up getting injured. And didn't Mm -hmm. play. So, uh, I'm going real hard this week though. And this guy is going to be owned in your fantasy league. But he's just got a huge opportunity in front of him. The Cronulla Beer Fantasy Player of the Week is Kareem Hunt. Top five running back in the league without Nick Chubb there on IR. So, if you can, get out there and send some trade offers. Try and get Kareem Hunt. On the cheap, if you get him for anything less than an RB2 price, I reckon you've done an absolute doozy. So uh, he's only played 36, 44, and 34% of snaps the last three games. If he plays 60% or over, it's it's game over. It's good night. You're talking Christian McCaffrey type numbers.
2: There you go. So, Kareem Hunt is on Cronulla Beer Fantasy Watch this week. That's all the time we have for tonight, boys. Uh, please, you know, studs and duds, fan questions, get all that kind of stuff in. Uh, we'll have a little bit more time next week to be able to cover all that off. But please be safe. Uh, hopefully, your fantasy team wins next week. And uh, if you are having a punt, please do it responsibly. Take it easy.